We're glad you joined us today. We know the road may feel isolating, but we are here to go along this journey with you and love the call to action. Rock Up Buttercup is a podcast hosted by Deployed Love. We're going to join together and chat about all things military life. So you know the drill. Rock Up Buttercup. Welcome back, Rock Up Buttercup listeners. We're loving the journey of meeting extraordinary people, and we hope to enhance your experience in the military life by bringing you amazing resources. We've been hearing some really great feedback, and we're really excited that the listeners are coming back to us and finding us on Instagram and being able to interact with us, as well as if you have somebody that you know would be really great to have on our show, we would love to continue to grow and meet more people in the military community. Today, we do have a really fun guest on. Yeah, so we are so excited for today's guest. Today we have Liz Ann Lightfoot, who is the wonderful woman behind the blog, The Season Spouse. So some of you might already know who she is. Thanks for so much for coming on, Liz Ann. Thank you for having me. I'm always happy to talk to your deployment audience. Yeah, so we're going to start off today um, with something a little bit more fun that um, we used to do this before we were recording, but we decided that we we're going to throw in our little icebreakers. And so today we're going to discuss what has been your craziest experience as a military spouse. So I'll give every moment to everyone to think about that, but I'll start with mine. So mine was when um, my husband and I had our first PCS together um, as a married couple. We were coming from Fort Bragg to J-Bear. And of course, like it was in the middle of April, so it was still kind of like a snowy season up north. And we had the worst time at the border. And so every time I see someone who is like going through the border, I'm like, you got to make sure you like, don't even listen to what other people are saying. Like, you need to make sure you do all these other things that are not going to be on your checklist. Um, I thought my husband was going to get arrested. I have never seen him so angry in my entire life. And we've been together for 15 years. And I was just, it was a crazy experience. They, they threw, they, they tore everything out of our car. We had like, my husband had like magazine clips, just empty magazine clips, had to throw those all away. So that was probably like a thousand dollars worth of stuff. Of course, because they took everything out of our vehicle and out of our top canopy, they didn't put it back correctly so we had a lot of stuff ruined um including my entire bag of shoes which I was very upset about so that's probably my like most vivid and craziest experience I've dealt with with that so that is crazy (laughs) I have a crazy good one and a crazy bad the crazy (laughs) bad was probably our fastest and most difficult PCS move um we originally had orders to want to stay at the base where we'd been located for three years. And then in a very quick amount of time, suddenly those orders were changed and we found out that we were moving and it was within the same state. So we go to the new base and call them up and ask about housing to get the process started. And they said, yeah, we have a house you can move into if you show up in 10 days. So (laughs) I had to pack up our entire house in one week from the time that I found out we were moving to the time that we had to go and weigh the U-Haul truck. So it was a really crazy, crazy week. We were a family of six at that time. So it was a lot of stuff. Um, That was probably the hardest crazy week. But my crazy good story is fun. 
when we were stationed over in Spain, I wrote my first book, which was a self-published book specifically about the Spanish Navy base. And the local tourism office was so excited because I was encouraging people to, you know, take day trips in Spain and shop at local stores and go to local restaurants. So they kind of threw a little book launch party for me at the mayor's office. And that happens to be a 13th century stone castle in the middle of town. (laughs) So I got to go to this mixture of Spanish and English public event with the Spanish mayor and a bunch of people who were congratulating me when I spoke very little Spanish myself. But it was a very memorable and fun event that I did write about and mention in my in my current book. That's so cool. I feel like that getting to know the community when you move each time is it's really cool. And I think that the military, you you miss out on that if you don't go down to the downtowns and get to know the the owners of the stores and all that stuff. So that's a really cool experience and something a lot of people are never going to be able to say. So my story that I was thinking of is completely unrelated to any of that. But my husband, when we were stationed in Hawaii, I guess it was, he was part of a cavalry unit. And so what they do, if you don't know about their tradition, they do spur rides. And that's one of their big things that they have to go do these really challenging run and they run up a mountain and they do this obstacle course. It, anyways, it's like a two-day thing that the cavalry does in order to earn their spurs that they can wear on their uniforms. But they also do a spouse's spur ride a couple of weeks later. If your husband did earn their spurs, you can participate in the spouse's spur ride. And I, I thought it was going to be a very girly version of this. It was not. We had to do like a full PT test at like six o'clock in the morning. Then we did obstacle courses. We did team building courses. We had to actually go out and shoot at the range. And it was, it was so cool, but it was intense. (laughs) And my husband chose to be like our commanding person of our team. (laughs) So he's like yelling at us to keep going, keep going. And I, I had smashed I have pictures that I can post on our, our Instagram of it, but I'd smashed my entire arm it was black and blue by the end of it going up over one of the tall walls and so I was like I don't want to I don't want to crawl in the mud my arm hurts and I was like stop yelling at me and I was like this is I'm not having fun but then our team won and I was like okay it was actually really fun in the end but I was like this is not what I signed up for I just wanted to come out <laughs> that's crazy There's a Marine Corps quasi equivalent of that called Jane Wayne Day. Um, No spurs involved, but they they let the wives kind of go to the range and and do some of the hands on training that the Marines are supposed to do. And it's very eye opening for sure. Yeah, they definitely put their work in. Yeah, I feel like each 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 organization does because we I've been I've done that through the 82nd Airborne as well. So I think each each one has a variation of it. And if you have the opportunity to do it, do it. Like, I think it's it's such an amazing experience to see what they go through on a daily basis. I mean, I've jumped from the tower. And I have, it's scary. I mean, I'm scared of heights. So most people who know me are like, you did what? Um, But I totally did it because like, I'm going to do every activity. And, and then of course, like no one wanted to go first. So I volunteered to go first. I was like, I'm just going to get it over with. And it was a really fun experience. Um, I, I, I did fall over with all the equipment on me. That was a funny experience. Um, the whole like ruck and like parachute and stuff. I fell right over, toppled over. So that, that's always a funny story to tell too. (laughs) Yeah. I, if you have those things and you see it and you're like, Oh, I don't really want to do it. 
it's hard and it's, but it's just so fun because you also get to meet other spouses who are out there doing it with you. And so I ended up meeting, you know, like the commander's husband, wife or whatever, like all these people that I never would have experienced. And it was so much fun. It was so worth doing, even though I was in a lot of pain for days afterwards. Bonding um, experience. It is. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really excited to have you on here. And um, the biggest thing is just kind of getting to know you more. I know that you have a blog and you started the season spouse. So I just want to kind of hear like where you got the name from and what made you choose to just kind of start in that direction. I started my season spouse blog about five years ago now. And I think at the time we had been married just under 10 years. But part of my story is that I dated my husband for a ridiculously long time, seven years. So at that point he had been through quite a bit. I think we were on his sixth deployment And for me, writing was a very natural therapeutic thing. I've always enjoyed it. I was an English major in college, but the timing was such that uh, he was deployed and we had just returned to the States with our four kids after living overseas for three years. And we were stationed in California within a super high cost of living area where no one has four kids. (laughs) It's just not financially wise. And so I knew that I needed to have some way of having income and, you know, earning my way to support the family. But with the kids at home, I had and him deployed, you know, my hours that I was able to work were just so inconsistent and incompatible with most work from home jobs. So really freelance writing is a field that I stumbled into because I was good at it, but also because it was flexible and convenient for a mom with young children. So I knew that when I started the job or the started the blog that I wanted it to be professional. I wanted it to grow into a job, but really it was just a way for me to support our unit that was deployed at the time. I had a lot of spouses asking me questions because for some of them, it was their first deployment and they were confused and worried and, you know, had tons of questions. And for me, it was his sixth deployment and it was the first that was non-combat. So I was totally relaxed and chill about this one, having been through five combat deployments before. I was like, everything will be fine. It's no big deal. We'll figure it out. And the other spouses in the unit kept coming to me asking, well, how are you handling that? Like, what do you do? How do I get organized? I'm so worried about X, Y, and Z. So first I started making little posts that I would just put on our unit Facebook page to answer questions and support people and encourage them. And I started feeling self-conscious about kind of cluttering up the page. So I created the blog to have a place to store all of my articles. And obviously, since then, it has grown tremendously. It's, uh, it's still an active blog, but I also am a freelance writer with hundreds of published articles in the military community. And now I have my third book coming out later this year. I love your blog. I've been following your blog for, I don't even know how many years, to be honest. I it's one of the resources that I go back to, to like send to my spouses. Um, our listeners know that I'm also a SFRG advisor currently. So like, I tend to like be like, Oh, this is like a great resource. Like, look at this. So we know that the blog is jam packed full of great information. And, um, we as well, deployed love share, share a lot of this throughout the way through our pages. And, um, but one of our favorite things, um, that you've put together is handle deployment, like a boss. And so what other resources outside of your blog do you have for military spouses? I have a lot. So I'm, first of all, just so touched that you've been following and able to share my blog with people who need it. That just, 
kind of validates all the work and the time that I've put into it. But yeah, the Handle Deployment Like a Boss Facebook group is a private group. I think we have over 6,000 members right now, close to 7,000. Almost all of them are currently going through deployment. Some are preparing for deployment, some are you know, currently experiencing it, and some have recently gone through homecoming but are still in that reintegration stage. But it is a place to just welcome everyone from all branches, all parts of the country, and really just let them be together and support each other through that deployment experience. And I know you've been following it, so you know the questions that get asked and the support that gets offered. And it's, it kind of runs itself at this point, but in the beginning, I was very hyper vigilant about making sure that the way that people spoke to each other was supportive and encouraging. And people were removed from the group frequently for just not being helpful. <laughs> and thankfully, people have learned to kind of police themselves and they've learned that this is not a group where you can just gang up on people and bash otherwise, but it's a place where it's safe to vent. We want to answer your questions and we mostly just want people to know that they aren't alone going through deployment. So I still run that one as a labor of love. Um, everyone is always welcome to join. It's, it's active every day. And I've also written a guide called the Ultimate Deployment Guide. It's a short booklet full of all the checklists and the questions that you need to discuss and the things that you need to do before or during deployment just for people who want to be organized and take a little bit of that stress off your shoulders. I found that when people are constantly worrying about the unknown, one way to relieve that stress is to just write it down and make a plan. And then that way, if, if, if that emergency never happens, you're fine, but you don't have to spend the rest of the deployment worrying about the potentiality of that emergency. So that one's available through my site. And then I also created the deployment masterclass which uses that guide that I mentioned basically as a workbook. And then it has 12 instructional videos from other military spouses in different branches, sharing their experiences, what has challenged them during deployment and ways that they've found to navigate and handle those challenges. So hopefully whether you are someone who likes to watch videos or read or write or um, just kind of absorb from looking at Facebook posts, there's something to support everyone as they go through deployment. Yeah, and I know that that handle deployment, especially right now, has been like going crazy. And I know the things that are going on, it's if you need to ask questions and you just need a general idea of how to go through deployments and stuff, that's the greatest resource to reach out to other people who are going through it. Yeah, 100%. And I also love how your group there isn't that like necessarily cattiness that you can see in a lot of other military spouse pages, which is why I love your page so much. I, um, I tend to send a lot of people to your page because I'm just like, you know, there's a lot of great resources on there. You don't have to worry or feel um, afraid to ask a question because you might think it's stupid um, there. It's, it's a great, great, great Facebook group. So if you haven't joined, I highly suggest, especially if you're in a unit that does deploy quite often, mm -hmm. like the 82nd Airborne, <laughs> for sure. I, and I love that you guys have the other, all the other classes. I didn't even know about the, the master class. So I'm going to have to look at that one. Yay. Now, you know, yeah. but yeah, I think it's part of the reason I created the group and have all of these resources is that because I spent seven years as a girlfriend, 
when my husband had first joined the military, we were dating long distance. We were serious, but it just took us forever to get married. And so he went through three combat deployments during that time. And I just felt so disconnected and unsupported and alone. I didn't live anywhere near his base. I was on the opposite side of the country, didn't know anyone in the military. And so I've always kind of had that place in my heart for people who are in a similar situation that are just starting out in this journey, either as a girlfriend or a boyfriend, fiance, spouse, but they all need the same support. We're all having the same emotions. And I wanted to create a safe space where people could discuss that and just know that they could find support. Yeah, I totally agree. And it is nice to see the girlfriends and spouses and everything mixed amongst each other. Because there's so many groups that are just for spouses and they make sure they need to know that you're married. And whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes that's not even the dynamic of the relationship that they could be a girlfriend for the entirety of their relationship and still want to be informed and be part of the, the community. So I think that being able to open that up to them was really special and important to them as well. So the main reason that I'm really excited to have you on here today is because I am part of your book launch crew and you have another book coming out that I think if I had, like I told you the other day, if I'd had it 12 years ago when I started, it would have been life-changing, but still some of the, the, the chapters in it, as I've been reading through it are right where I needed it when I need it. So I'd love to just kind of hear about your new book. Thank you. So my book is called Open When letters of encouragement for military spouses. And it's a collection of these short letters that you can open when you need them the most. So some of them speak to deployment experiences. Some of them speak to PCS challenges. There's a whole section called new to military life. That's just about that whole roller coaster of learning experience when you first start dating or get married to your service member. And then there's also a section for seasoned spouses, because I told my publisher, I thought it was really important to recognize people throughout their entire military journey that there's so many military 101 style books out there. And this is not that. Um, This is a very emotional and very empathetic approach to meeting people where they are, acknowledging the emotions that they're experiencing at different moments in military life and providing a supportive and encouraging way to get through that challenge. So I hope there is a letter in there for everyone for some of the most surprising and challenging moments that they'll face. But most importantly, I just want people to know that they aren't alone and there's always somebody else who has been through that, not necessarily me, but maybe some other military spouses in the past you know, several hundred years of our history, military spouses have been doing a lot of amazing things. And so if other people have figured it out and can kind of show you that light at the end of the tunnel, it makes your own journey a little bit easier. Yeah. And as I was reading it, I did appreciate so much that it wasn't just like a, here's how you should do it. It, It's, it's not, you get into that and you're starting to listen to this each chapter and you're like, oh, she's not telling me I have to do it a certain way. She's telling me that my feelings are real and that I should be able to understand it. And it really is. It's just like, you're there giving us a hug and being like encouraging you through the hard times versus just because some of those books can be very like, this is how I did it. You should do it the same way. And that's not going to be the same story for everybody. It's not the same story through every branch. Um, things change and it's, it's really hard to kind of give an all over encompass of exactly how you should do things. And it's, Just having the support though, being able to support someone through it is so much more important than any of that. Absolutely. Yeah. I did not want to write a book that was 
you know, solely based on my own experiences or trying to give people the impression that there's only one right way to live military life. And I'm glad that you noticed that because the whole message behind the letters is that whatever you're going through, wherever you are right now, your feelings are valid. And I want to meet you there and I want to help you through your particular situation. And so uh, one fun fact that I think I shared with my launch team recently, the book was originally written in first person because that's how my blog is written. You know, I went through a deployment and I did this and I can recommend these resources. And together with my editor, we agreed that we wanted to strike a little bit of a different tone because like you said, it wasn't all about me and it's not just one way to do things. So my editor recommended that we rewrite the entire book in the second person. So every single letter is open when you are going through this experience. You may be feeling this right now, and you may be wondering how to do this, but here's what you can do, which was extremely daunting. And I did not want to do it initially, (laughs) but we did. And I'm so pleased with how it turned out. So each section does have a first person narrative where I share a little piece of my journey, but then the rest of that section is all letters written directly to you. And I hope that the reader can really just relate to them and feel like they're receiving that warm hug or just that cup of coffee with a friend. Yeah, I'm really excited to uh, get this book when it hits the shelf. I think especially because like having something that you can show obviously like there's not every experience different every deployment is different every training event every milestone is going to be different it's dependent on so many different things like we've been a part of the rapid activations all three times in the last 18 months and every single one has been different and everyone's like well what happened last time and I'm like not this like it's all different so you have to like I always tell my spouses like you have to take it a step at a time and, and your feelings are valid. So I'm so excited to share this too, because I, I think it's a wonderful idea and I can't wait to get my own book to look at and experience it myself. Absolutely. I'm so excited to share it with you. We just have to wait a couple more weeks. It comes out (laughs) on September 21st. Uh, It's currently available for pre-order, but everything gets shipped and then it becomes available wherever books are sold on September 21st. It's so exciting. Thank you. That's so exciting. But I like how you mentioned that, that everything is different. It's so different. I mean, we're going through one right now and it's, it's been the complete opposite. This is my fourth deployment with my husband. I grew up military, so I've gone through other deployments through as military rat, but I, and it's different for every person relation too. like my, you know, deployment's been different with kids where it was completely different when I was single. It's a different for a mom. It's different for a, a girlfriend or a fiance. So always taking what information that's given to you with a little bit of a overview of it and kind of be like, okay, well that, that, that sounds interesting. Let me look at it from a different angle and kind of take those steps and make your own conclusion from what is being told on you, whether you're going, reaching out through one of the Facebook groups or through a blog or anything like that. Um, I always tell my spouses at least to kind of don't go with what someone says, like, this is how I did it. You should do the same thing because it may not work for you. Exactly. And that's why all of the letters are broken down in such a micro level. It doesn't say like, here's one letter about how to do deployment because realistically yeah. there's no way anyone <laughs> could write that letter. 
but it, it breaks it down emotionally, like open when you are feeling scared about the deployment. Um, I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember every little intro title, but um, you know, some of them are about being nervous. Some of them are about fighting with your service members. Some of them are about telling your kids about a deployment. And so one individual person might not experience every single letter in the book. And I hope that they don't experience some of the letters in the book, but just knowing that there's a letter there waiting for you in case you run into that situation, I hope will be so reassuring, even for a brand new spouse who is like, I don't even know what a deployment is, what's happening. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And with you in our book launch club, it's been really interesting because you have encouraged us to write our own letters. And I really love that. And it gives me a thought to like, actually think about other people and like what they're actually going through. And I am writing mine also in the U format, right? So that it's something that they can it may be relevant now, but it also may be something that you can close that back up and put it back away. And then when that day comes around that you need it again, it's just a word that like you have that to look back at or keep on your fridge and realize that you are, you're doing good. Being a military spouse is hard. And there are, like you're saying, there's so many challenges. You can't even predict the challenges that'll come up. Some are absurd. I mean, we've talked about Murphy's law. Some things are just like, this wouldn't happen in a normal person's life, but (laughs) we go through it and just being able to have your your friends being able to encourage each other. So I think if you do pick up the book, you should also follow that path of writing some letters yourself to people in your in your life. I love that. I'm so excited to hear that. If you don't know, I sent my book launch team a special collection of these colorful rainbow colored letters that they could send to different people to write their own letters. So I'm really excited to hear that Sabrina's following that. And I just wanted to spread the encouragement so that this doesn't have to be the only book and the only place where you can find letters to encourage military spouses. But I really want everyone to take that message and spread it throughout the community. So thank you. Well, as a recipient of one of her letters, I it was much needed. I have it tucked in my wallet so I can keep looking at it. Um, and um, I, like I, like I said, I think it's an amazing idea. And it really was the sweetest thing to have like, you know, she, when I needed to look at the one that she gave me and um, yeah, I, I can't wait for other spouses to get a hold of this book and, and utilize everything that's in it. So before we go, we would love to ask you one more question. Um, what would be your number one tip for a new spouse? And what would be your number one tip for a seasoned spouse? Be? That is a good question. Um, (laughs) I think my number one tip for a new spouse would be to work on building your network because you just never know when you're going to need a network. You might think, oh, my spouse isn't deploying this year, or this is an easy assignment, or I'm so close to family right now. Everything should be really easy. But we all know that military life changes so quickly. And when it's changing, I don't want to say that it's too late to be building your network, but it's just a lot harder. So if you start laying that strong foundation from day one of just networking with everyone that you meet on base, I mean, I've gone and talked to random moms at the playground, hey, we're new here, where do I find things? And they'll tell you, um, introduce yourself when you're waiting in line at the commissary. Like, I know it's weird and awkward to make that small talk, but sometimes exchanging phone numbers with those people who initially are strangers are the ones who end up supporting you during those challenges. That's the person that you can call during deployment. That's the first person that you meet that's in your spouse's unit. So definitely start building that network as soon as you can. And it doesn't just have to be on base. It can obviously be 
off base, friends from back home. It could be friends from the gym. You can find support anywhere, but I really encourage everyone to make their own personalized supportive network. I wish you all could see us right now because me and Sabrina are both like shaking our heads like really hard. <laughs> yes, like we are 100% agree with you. We've, we kind of say similar things in the past and some of our other episodes, but yeah, we networking and that's what kind of deployed love is all about. We're here to help you build a foundation and a network um, in the community as well. Yeah. And I think for seasoned spouses, it's, it's a little bit different. Obviously they should still be building a support network too, but I think a lot of the seasoned spouses have learned how to do that. And they, they have their go-to people that can support them. And at this point, I would just encourage them to stay strong and hold on because we just reached the 20 year mark of my husband's career and he's not done yet. He's going to go to at least 22 apparently. And there is a certain level of exhaustion that just comes from multiple moves you know, relocating the, the kids and the schools and all the deployments, they kind of stack up on top of each other. So yes, I know how to handle things and things do get a little bit more organized and easier, but there is just this, this level of exhaustion, I think that seeps into our life, like not another move. I don't want to make friends again. I don't want to do this all over again. And I know it's hard. So I would encourage those seasoned spouses to continue to put yourselves out there, continue to be looking for those friends and that support network and um, not just bide your time, but really stay strong and, and finish well. And don't lose that network. I mean, my husband's out of the active duty now, but <laughs> we thought that we'd be done and it wasn't, you, you still become and stay part of the military family. He mm. still works for the military and a different way. <laughs> and so it's like, continue to have that network because you never know when you're going to need help getting through veteran services. I mean, that, that's a whole transition as you get to that end that nobody prepares you for. It's coming up. They they talk about it. You know, your soldier may be prepared somewhat as they get out of the army, but it's not. It's a whole process and it's going to be a lot of waiting and a lot of work to get through all those processes. So keep your network tight because those people may have already just gotten through, you know, getting out of the army and they have really good resources for you too. So I know that it never ends. <laughs> Eventually yeah. you get to slow down and maybe stay in one place, which has been my favorite part about it is we've been here at Bragg for over four years and not intending to move again. So it's nice to be able to settle, but just make sure that you are still talking to your military family as you get to the end. I agree. Cause it, it's exhausting. It is those moves and just starting over, but putting yourself out there is the best thing you can do as a new spouse or an old spouse. Yeah, I think either way, the important message is that you're not alone and you don't need to handle military life on your own. And I truly hope that no one does. I, I want people, whether they're brand new or just about to retire, to be surrounded by people that are encouraging and supporting them. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show tonight, Lizanne. It's been really nice hearing your story and kind of I, I didn't know that you had so many books as you've written already. So that's really exciting. I'm going to look for those. Um, make sure that you check in the show notes. If you guys are listening, we're going to have the pre-order link to new Lizanne's new book, um, as well as links to her social media, the handle deployment, like a boss page, as well as all of our deployed love links will be in there. So that if you guys are just coming into a deployment season, maybe it's your first, maybe it's your 10th. Um, we, there is a community. We're here to support you. 
Um, so we're really excited to have you listening. We have one more episode this month. It's been a jam-packed full of wonderful resources. So we have a girl chat coming up later this month. So we will be talking to you guys soon. Um, and as always, if you follow us on Instagram, you do get an early release of each episode. So those will be dropping on Sunday. And as always, rock up, buttercup. Rock up, buttercup.